Best friendhood. Best friend. 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 You're my best friend. You're my best friend. Best friendhood. Or say the ABCs. Anything so that I could like watch watch your readings. Sorry. My brain just. Oh, sorry. I leaned forward as I was laughing. No, that's fine. I don't. I can't think of a joke off the top of my head. That's okay. What I was trying to see (laughs) is like where you were. Oh, where like yeah. I was just. What I should have said is, if you could speak for longer than five seconds at a portion, that would be grand. I think I can try to do that. My mom always told me that I started talking and never stopped. Really. Uh Uh-huh. Adorable. If she could only see me in my sessions, I barely speak. Silence is my superpower. No, it's not. In session, it is. Oh, all right. I was going to say, because I know your superpower. What's my superpower? Something we can't mention right now. Okay. So, cheers to... Bar friends! To bar friends and to best friendhood turning 21. That's right. We are officially 21. Episodes, not years. I don't want to do this for 21 years. I do. I want to do something with you for 21 years. I don't know if I want to do the same podcast for 21 years. It'll grow. It'll have different iterations. 21 years of talking about just friendship? Yeah. Wait, at that point, we won't have to do a deep dive topic every week. Correct. Okay. I do want to do this with you for 21 years. I'm glad that you came back around to my original thought. (laughs) Neat. Oh, our Irish friend will yell at us. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yeah, apparently that's not something you're supposed to do. Nope. Yeah. <sighs> that water, water. tastes really nice. <laughs> so here we are, episode 21. And I loved that you proffered the idea of bar, bar friends. Bar friends. Yeah, which is such a thing. It's such a thing. A... Time out. Time out. Time Flag out. Flag on the field. Okay. Or whatever the straight men say. Is that a thing? Flag on the field? Flag on the play. Whatever. I don't yes. care. We can't forget three episodes in a row to introduce each other. Yep. That's Jake. And that's Melissa. And this is Best, best Friendhood. Oh, we'll see. This is what I proffered to you, though, is like... As soon as we said best friendhood, I was going to stop the Instagram live. I misunderstood. I thought you meant like when we did our intro. This was the intro. I was not. What did you assume the intro meant? I no, don't know. I, wanna, I, okay. I don't know. Unsure? That's yeah. Fine. I'm sorry. Did I rush it? I kind of rushed it. It's okay. <laughs> I'm clearly not standing up to press the end button. No, you're not. So it's fine. Okay. Yeah. Let's keep going. Yeah. What's really neat about the bar friend idea? <laughs> what? I'm just giggling at myself. You, like, I, we can't forget to say each other's names. I was so honestly, focused on that. I'm glad that you did because there have been the last couple episodes where we kind of <laughs> forgot. One episode, to do that's that. how we ended the episode. Right. We ended with the introduction, which is not. Uh, there is a rhyme and a reason for the way the things go. <laughs> I, I was so Kudos. focused on. Oh my God, don't forget, don't forget, don't forget. <laughs> Keep going. What do you love? You. I love you. And I love hanging out and I love our podcast and I love the opportunities to think about different topics. That's right, because we're, 21. we're 21. So we're not going <laughs> to edit that out. <laughs> We talked about that too. We we decided we are now 21 episodes old. So we shan't, at least on this episode, we shan't edit out the good crisp opening of a cold can of water. Coconut water. Which tastes horrible to me. I do not like coconut water. It's disgusting. I once, when I turned 21, somebody that I worked with was like, oh, you need to like stock up on coconut water, go to that horrible big box store and get like all of the coconut water you can. It's going to rehydrate you. You're going to feel like an angel the next morning. Bitch, I felt like a fucking angel the next morning just because I was 21 and nothing had happened to my liver yet. And you could wake up and eat like gummy worms and be fine. Correct. Yeah. So I got coconut water. I literally bought like six of the somebody like told half you that gallon that things. Thing. And I was like, oh my God, okay. Oh, I'm going to be, be so hung over. Was it not? I don't remember. That was a few years ago. It's been a minute. I don't remember. <laughs> I wasn't in college. Oh no, I was in college at that point. But I was working full time. Like it didn't matter. Like however much it was, it was fine. And I, I, I took one sip and went, oh my God, that's the last thing I want. And to me back then, a hangover was like, <laughs> 
oh, I lost an eyelash. That was how my eyebrow, my my eyebrows. That was how my eyebrows were. That was how my hangovers were when I was twenty one. <laughs> a single eyelash would fall out and <laughs> drift to the floor, like a fairy tale. Yeah, correct. Yeah, twenty one's hangovers <laughs> are like a fairy tale, and you'll find out as you get older they always were. <laughs> yeah, because you'd be able to wake up the next morning and most of the time rally. Oh yeah. And do again. I never like got sick. Like some people, some of my friends oh. talk about how they will drink like th- three or four glasses of wine or have like three cocktails, three martinis, four martinis, like not overindulging by any means. Right. More than their norm. And they're literally throwing up the next morning. And I, I, I don't get that way now, but. I I remember when I was in my heyday of drinking, and it was always with a cheap Canadian whiskey and Diet Coke. And the thing that I learned about much later in my years is, because I would have these horrendous hangovers, Mm -hmm. and it wasn't just a hangover. Somebody proffered the knowledge to me that I was probably suffering from aspartame poisoning. What? Because I was because you would drink so, so much, much diet, coke? diet coke in an evening. That explains why. Because I could not even keep water down. Yeah. In my yes. early twenties, and it was because that's all that I would drink. Same here. I would drink Malibu rum. Oh, mine was Windsor. Windsor cheap ass Canadian whiskey. I still love me some Canadian I whiskey. Did, back then, I really liked that coconut rum for some reason. I don't know why it was so syrupy and disgusting. It is. Yes. And low alcohol well, alcohol it's content. Sweet. Well, yes, it was sweet. Mm -hmm. Mixed with Diet Coke, worst hangovers of my life. Somebody brought that to my attention that it it was probably the overload that your body doesn't know how to. This is not a substance we are used to. Aspartame. Yeah. And it made sense because I literally could not even keep water down. Things are bad if you can't keep water down. Yeah. I had food poisoning on Monday. And the reason I know it was food poisoning was because it was, one, a Monday. I do not drink on Sunday nights. Right. Sunday fun days are like a hot bath in watching Sunday scaries on Twitch. Correct. Correct. Like, binge watch a series on Netflix and in bed by 8.15. Like, I, I sometimes will have like a glass of wine, maybe two on my semi-weekly Facebook or FaceTime call with my parents. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, yeah. Like, dad and bonus mom, they'll pour a glass of wine. I'll have a glass of wine. We FaceTime. It's sweet. But it's not like... Overindulging by any means. No. Yeah. And yes, while the sun is still up typically, but this past Monday, literally took a sip of water. Done. Couldn't do it. And that was when I knew, oh, it's not because I had a couple glasses of wine last night. I ate something incorrect. Which you had a premonition, not a premonition. You knew that you had made a mistake. Oh, yeah. You had told me about this Mm -hmm. because it was some. It was something that had been in my fridge a little longer than I thought. Not more than two weeks by any means. Which is wild because I've ate some sketchy ass choices. All I can think is with the care that I have to put into my diet these days with my allergies. Mm Mm-hmm. My body is just like, oh, we used to have an iron tummy, and now we have a tummy made of delicate little glass. Because you've been so kind. Ugh. Makes me want to punch myself in the tummy. Toughen up. Not how that works. Really? Yeah. Sorry, boo. (laughs) (laughs) Darn it. (laughs) Oh, gosh, darn. How about them? Aw. How about them bad apples? (laughs) Making you shit your brains out for 18 hours. (laughs) Was well, wasn't it that you were supposed to come over that night and record? And yes, I had ate something that did not settle well, and I went, "Hold on, liquid magma is exiting my body." And you went, "Just text me when you're ready." And so I did, which was like 25 minutes later. And you went, Ugh. "You told me once you arrived, I was also having liquid magma <laughs> leaving my body." <laughs> yep. Like I was grateful for that text because I was like, "Okay, good," because. Otherwise, I was going to have to send that text. Honestly. I hate it when it's that plus vomiting. Like, <gasps> Have you ever? Yes, twice. Once on Monday and once in 2015. Monday was... Vomiting and barfing? The, Excuse me. Y- yes, vomiting and barfing. at the same time? Correct. 
Hallmark of food poisoning. It was Could you imagine if horrific. Need a card for that? Why don't they? Oh, never mind. Why don't they? Uh, should we get? Can we start a? <gasps> I wanted. I Let's... wanted to have a picture of a whale on the front, and I wanted to say, <laughs> "Wiggles only have one blowhole." I'm sorry that it blows. That you have two that are blowing. <laughs> We can clean that up. We can edit that later. You can't clean that up. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cool. That was very funny. All right. Oh, my God. So I fell asleep to Futurama last night. Like, I was watching Bob's, which is my typical, like, bedtime, like, put on Bob's, turn on my sleep timer for okay. like my TV sleep timer. It's just comforting at this point. I've seen every and episode so many times. Well, that's the thing is like watching something that you already know the outcome of so that yeah, your brain turns off. Yeah, it's just gentle off. background music mm-hmm. or background noise. I mean, Linda's dulcet tones, they just soothe me to sleep. Bad, why? <laughs> Kill the turkey. <laughs> I just, oh, God bless. Uh, apparently though, I was at the end of the currently available episodes so it like auto played futurama so i didn't set my sleep timer right apparently or i didn't set it correctly i don't know i woke up who knows how much later to doctor who knows how much later oh i wish i'd woken up to doctor who correct actually maybe not that would be alarming given the scene that you wake up to anyway i woke up to the dialect an image what does it say exterminate 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 because i made that bad choice once it's even on pbs i woke up to futurama and i knew it was futurama because i've also seen that was my show in my 20s okay. uh a whale that was supposed to jump like through a hoop and it like kind of gets through the hoop and then throws up i know it's terrible i know and it just vomits all over the place oh god people were still in the splash zone no actually they didn't even make that joke it was a whole ambergris joke because that's in perfume it used to be it is no longer not anymore ambergris is it ambergris that's what i thought and bob's burger they have an ambergris episode as well where they say ambergris but then in the futurama episode they call it ambergris and i thought well shoot am i it's spelled that way it's like illinois or illinois Oh, it's definitely silent s. Yeah, it's ambergris. Don't ever say Illinois. People do. They are incorrect. Well. I just got mad. I saw your eyeballs. (laughs) Saw your eyeballs. My eyebrows got angry even. I can feel the one. (laughs) The the intensity of your gaze. (sighs) I watched my microwave shit out earlier this week. Yes, you did. I understand wavelengths. You gave me so many more. <laughs> you could have popped my popcorn. <laughs> With those eyebrows? <laughs> so. In case you haven't figured out, this is a weird getting drunk and recording it for you episode. We're 21. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure everybody understood. Like, there is no. <laughs> that was there... the daintiest high five I've ever given. Did you feel that? How dainty it was? I did. You didn't break I, my bones of glass. Like, I, I kissed you with this part <laughs> of my palm. Our little M's met. Aw. You're used... so convex, and I'm so concave when you give a high five. Convex. Oh, I was just doing that in the moment uh, to show you my M, my palm M. Oh. That's why I was doing line. it like that. Li- oh, is that what that's called? I mean, not purposefully, not anatomically. No. Oh, but when like people talk about hand palmistry. One, one of these. Yeah, palmistry. Yeah, one of these is a lifeline. I think this this is mine, the middle one. I don't know. I'd like to use the lifeline because I don't know the answer to this question. Well, you're going to have to pay nineteen ninety nine a month and you're going to have to wear a necklace. I can make that happen. It's life alert. Beep, boop, beep, boop. Help. I've fallen. <laughs> and I can't get up. That's God, what commercials Alexa in the is. 90s. I know. Was that even the 90s or was that the early 2000s? Both. Okay. Do you know how many... Inf- no, you don't know how many infomercials I've watched in my life. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I found such entertainment within infomercials. Hmm. The ShamWow. Oh my clean. God. ShamWow. Fucking, yep. The ShamWow. The whatever. How much cocaine was that fellow on? <laughs> all, all of the it. The world shall never know. One No, the gram, world does two know. Two grams. Because he three used it all. Grams. I can't remember what the product was, but it was like a giant, my memory is, it was like a giant food processor, essentially, that had different Okay. Apartments? Yes. Do you remember the game Trivial Pursuit where you had the little yes. disc pies. that you had to put the pies in? Yeah. It was that, but you could put foods in each little compartment and it would 
destroy everything. It was the... I don't know if that's now, accurate. Would it, now, would it... Uh, dis- <sighs> yeah, it would, it would like distribute one at it all a time or no all, all at, at once one. all at once so why wouldn't you put it in all at the same time i don't know that's it again that's, this was like uh, 15 or 20 say, years I ago to say idiotic but that's not the word that i want to use anymore what i would say there is might be that is inefficient and a waste of energy yeah and space and plastic blah, 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 blah. thank you they did wh- well, whatever you don't want your food to touch into a food processor until it starts to food process your food process. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like the the the, the thing I remember is wild. that then they would go and like, look, I did this, and here's all these things, and now we're gonna book them all together. Like it was so redundant, and I just remember being like mm. 16 years old, sneaking into the the TV room because that was the farthest away from my parents, and turning on the TV to like, oh, I just sorry, you guys, I just fell asleep on the couch. I didn't sneak out or anything and watching that and being like why the fuck are you what is wrong with you guys but then also sorry let me just get this sentence out because it's the sentence I'm trying to get to and I keep distracting myself Mm -hmm. I think that's where I got my love for cooking was watching those infomercials and being like high as shit off of ditch weed as a 16 year old and rural middle of nowhere nowhere land I think that's where I got my love of cooking I used to laugh at the slap chop. And I realized, oh my God, I have one of those. I was just going to say, like, and now I'm realizing how GD handy one of those beasts could be. Pop, 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 pop. Oh, I'm done. And I didn't even have to cry from cutting an onion. I have one of those. I use it multiple times a week. And you, well, here's the thing. It's like you cook a lot more than I do. I've never used it for onions, though. I don't mind cutting onions. And also, I like to cut my onions a very specific way, depending on what I'm cooking. Does it also depend on which kind of onion that you're cutting? Yes. Yeah. Red onion, yellow onion, white onion. I was just saying that onion, as a joke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, you weren't wrong. I'm learning things about you every day, and I love this. This is what I love about cooking, though, is like All there right. are so many different ways to do things. And I don't know, there's something about the the learning and the reading and the knowledge that I, it's like we talked about in a recent episode, our social and emotional recharging of our batteries. For me, yes. cooking absolutely recharges my emotional batteries. Do you know what I'm realizing? Hmm. We should probably talk about bar friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, hey, I found a way. Okay. Here's the Bring thing. Bring it together. This beautiful and fun rant that we just had you and i yes have you ever gone to a bar and kind of gotten like displaced from the group that you might have gone to or if you've gone to a bar by yourself sat down and just randomly had a deep and honest conversation as such that you and i had Mm -hmm. with a brand new stranger i have ditto did you not feel like they were automatically a friend? Absolutely. There's a little tiny dive bar here in town that was not open here when I was here for college. But when I moved back for grad school, it had opened. It was right at the beginning of this era of our friendship. And I think I just went there by myself. Like, I've heard people talk about this place. I'm going to go check it out. So I got a beer and I went and sat at the one open table. And this dude literally just walked up and was like, hey, are are you waiting on anyone? And I said, no, I'm not. Okay, hold on. I I need to picture this better. Were you at the bar or you were at a table? I I was sitting at a like a two top by myself. Were there a lot of other open spaces? No. No, it was pretty. Oh. It was pretty busy. Okay, so there may have there been was an empty seat next to you. There may have been one empty spot at the bar, and maybe one or two empty tables. Like there, it wasn't crowded. Okay, like it didn't feel crowded, but it was full. But it was full, and I was the only person sitting alone. Okay, and so this guy just came up and was like, "Hey, are you waiting on anybody?" And I was expecting him to like ask to take the other chair and i said no no go ahead and take it and he goes oh no i was just curious like i'm here by myself too so like do you want to have a drink together i I know i appreciate that honestly me too at the moment i was like uh i put my phone down and said sure sure yeah be down for some actual interaction interaction, not just scrolling on facebook drinking wholeheartedly so he sat down and we ended up closing the bar together had such a nice conversation he was just in town for work like was literally just leaving the next morning we sat and drank beer all night and 
And haven't you been that person who was in another town? Yes. And you just, you didn't want to go to bed in but, a bed that's not yours. Right. But who do you call? You, like everyone else, everyone at home is probably sleeping or also, out doing other things. a phone call. Like it's not, yeah. It's not human interaction. Correct. Why so, not give a try? Yeah. Why not give a try? I can't remember his name. I can see his face. Like, I can picture his face. Yeah. I really wish I could remember his name. That was five years ago, though. Hmm. But that still stands out. Like, that was a bar friend. He was a single-serving bar day. friend. He was a shot of a friend. That was well said. Bar friend. How fun. Yeah. So there is more that I want to get into, but I would also like to take a break. And when we come back, we are going to get into our topic and stay there for a bit. Are you cool with that? I do have a yes. few different things in my mind that I would like to get to. Okay. I'm putting, I'm in bowling. What's it called when you put little bouncy things on the sides? Those are bumpers. Bumpers. I'm putting the bumpers on. Okay. We're going to stay in our lane and talk about <laughs> bar friends without <laughs> going into the Listen. other topics. Can we do both of the same? time yes listen and look yes so i believe that we are 21 episodes into best friendhood which is wild and crazy and wacky and wonderful and filled with love and kindness and creativity and i love this so we'll come back and we will do what we do kind of stay on topic kind of stay on topic not promising anything never (laughs) okay bye no, not by. Wait, we'll be back. <laughs> oh, diggity dang. Dang, dang, diggity dang, da dang. Cheers. Cheers, because we're 21 and we're being obnoxious little brats about it. No, we're not, actually. Correct. I was just going <laughs> to help you reframe those words. Uh, I remember turning 21 and going to the bars for the first time in Denver. Good Lord. Um, I remember. Well, here's a question. Have you ever heard of the power hour? Oh, God. No, but can I take a guess? Yes. Is that something ridiculous where you're supposed to take like 21 shots in an hour? Oh, Lord. No, that's death. No. <laughs> okay. No. What is the power hour? So it's if your birthday is on a day. Oh. So bars where we are at close at one. So and if your tw- birthday is on a certain day, technically at midnight, you are a year older. Yes, you are of age. So you have a power hour. Where you're allowed to drink. Correct. I remember that. My power hour was on a Tuesday night. Oh. Yep. I don't remember what day mine was on, but mine was on a day. And uh, <laughs> I was brand new to bar drinking. Same, obviously. And somebody bought me a stoplight shot oh god what is that uh red yellow green or green yellow red so grenadine no swing and miss i'm saying no because i don't remember oh no definitely alcohols oh so no filler it wasn't just grenadine it was grenadine with something it was definitely tequila with something and it was definitely something with something that sounds like an absolute nightmare (laughs) and then i was gifted the three wise men oh i got one of those and what is it it's jack daniels jim bean and whatever other fellow has a whiskey named after him jose jose cuervo jack daniels jim bean jose cuervo why anyone would want to take a shot of those three things together because it's your power hour oh not together they were separate for me no i know it yeah like one right after the other though boom shakalaka disgusting correct not great i remember hanging a shopping a plastic shopping bag from my ears on the drive home (gasps) oh no and i remember the person that i was with at the time who was my significant other left me in the car once we arrived at our home what yeah they didn't even try to take me inside they just left me in the vehicle with a shopping bag around my ears were you asked out no just unable to move my own body that's incredibly dangerous i'm so glad you survived that night yeah myself as well overindulging is never something to do please always drink responsibly yes please i know that we've joked about drinking a lot tonight but neither of us are driving we're drinking low octane drinks correct water okay not really but 
you, you understand. Yeah. That is really, that's how people die. I'm sorry to take it yeah. on a dark road, well, but that's it, scary, Melissa. We were young and he was done. Wow. But here we are. Oof. Still fine and fair. But most importantly, we're getting back to talking about bar friends. Bar friends. And when you proffered this idea, I was kind of excited because I do have like in in my phone's Rolodex, I have a plentiful amount of people with a first name and their last name in their contact list, my contact list, is wherever I met them. Oh, yeah, I have that, too. Such and such <laughs> concert, such and <laughs> such specific bar, such and such yep. so, so-and-so's friend, such and such something we like in common. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many such and such and a Harry Potter uh, house, mm-hmm. Sylvia Slytherin or Trisha Hufflepuff. <laughs> Who the hell are Sylvia and Patricia? And, and and every once in a while, like when my phone memory gets full, it tells me the things that are taking up a lot of memory are my text messages and my photos mm-hmm. and most of the time games. But. I'm not willing to delete the games. <laughs> so I'll look through and see. And I will go through my text messages. And I uh, I have some conversations that are saved from like 2015. Mm-hmm. Because grandfully, with the phone that I choose to have, each iteration that I purchase, the history follows in solidarity, in fullness so every once in a while i'll go through my text messages and i'll scroll and i'll scroll and i'll scroll and i'll scroll and scroll and i'll find these random very short conversations with bar friends (laughs) with bar friends yes and it is grand you know like we text each other real quick like that night a couple quick little things and then maybe not the next day because hey what's the address for the after party or something like that okay or you know uh hey this is so-and-so here this is so-and-so and and then some emojis um and then like brunch someday and then three months down the line hey we're going out hope to see you you know Mm -hmm. beautiful little things and those are the ones like those bar friends are the ones that you either have hit a hit a certain point and you feel comfortable enough to give your number to or early in the night, hit it off so well, you click so well. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, heck yes. I feel like this is a person I can already trust. But beyond those, and this is something that I do not believe is everyone's experience at the bar. Now, we've mentioned this before. You and I are both empaths. Mm-hmm. I also, once in a while love to be around a multitude of people once in a while i love to be just immersed in so many people and i and i will i'll disengage from the group that i went with and i will just go and float and be amongst strangers Mm -hmm. and i do kind of love that in a certain headset for a certain amount of time (laughs) you know but to go and be brand new amongst strangers and i this is kind of a a double-edged sword because what i found as a as an attractive young-ish female i can gently insert myself into other people's social groups Hmm rather easily and i love that because i always hear them most of the time it's because like i overhear something and and then i gravitate towards it because it's either something that i want to hear more about or it's something that i feel like i want to give them a different perspective that i feel like is better Mm -hmm. and i do just with no other reasoning besides i want to share who i am i just want to be a ghost 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 But like a kind ghost bops in for a hot minute and then leaves. I, I've always enjoyed that because it's so interesting to bring a gentle, kind disturbance to somebody else's bar group. It's kind of fun. It can be with the right group, for sure. And also in that same aspect, it's not me just choosing to go and disrupt that bar, their group, that moment, whatever they're having. I also want to connect with them. Yeah, something drew you there. Yeah, I am drawn in by people. I do want to hear what makes you tick. And I want to care about and for you for a minute. Mm Mm-hmm. I want to be a part of your world (laughs) 
for a hot second or perhaps longer. And that's the fun thing too about bar friends is like sometimes there's an after party and it does continue and it's neat. And then and then that's where you get that litany of lists of people where you're like such and such from this bar night. Right. It's but it's such a reminder that we live in bubbles. Oh, fully. And our experience with others you know like we have our we have our tribes we have our small groups our groups yeah there are so many other worthwhile Mm -hmm. people and groups out there as well that's something i struggle with that's something i wrestle with because you and i have gone to a bar together a few times and then i went there with a different friend who knew different people at that bar sure sure and I had met your people at that bar, mm-hmm. I think once, and I found myself really stuck. Like, oh, oh gosh, like my social anxiety got really amped because I'm like, okay, well now I'm here with this friend and the people that they know. And I also have met this section once. Do I go say hello? Yes. Like, my brain at a got bar? so yes. anxious to the point that my friend that I was with was like, just go say hi, you weirdo. I'm like, well, I've only met them once. Do they even remember me? Like, blah, 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 blah. well, they might, but you do. So remind them, why not? So I did eventually finally go and be like, that's good. I'm proud hey, of you for that. How are you guys? Good to see you again. Sorry, wasn't trying to blow you off or anything. I'm just, I'm here with someone. And, and they were like, yeah, great, cool. How are you? And yeah, it's nice to see completely you. quelled all of my mm-hmm. weird anxiety that I was having. And I haven't had anxiety like that in a hot minute at that point. Like it was weird. But I got so in my head of like, oh no, I don't know how to have bar friends in my 30s as opposed to bar friends in my 20s. Because in my 20s, the bar that I would frequent was so full of people all of the time mm-hmm. that... May I ask you, does the one that you're thinking about start with this letter? It does. Okay. Yeah. The upstairs. I was always a downstairs for that. Oh, no. I was always upstairs dancing my little skinny eating disorder ass off on the stage. That was not me. That was me. And I would get off the stage and fight through the crowd to get to the bar. Not literally. No, not fighting. But like, I had to push my way. I was a skinny little gay boy that those straight boys were not having it. It's fine. It's not fine, actually. No, it's not fucking fine. Be kind to the gays and the fays and the lesbians and everyone else. Be fucking kind. To other humans. Thank you. Sorry, I just got triggered. I'm glad that you reframed yourself. Just be fucking kind. This is why I don't go out to bars nearly as often. Nope. Because they do get packed. And if I do, I go to a small bar. When people are over-intoxicated, their inhibitions go down. It's usually, yeah. And they're more likely to just be an asshole if they're already inclined to be an asshole. If I go to a bar that I don't know, because if I go to a bar that I know, I know the people who are going to be there. Correct. And they also have my back. Yes. But if I'm brand new in a bar. Might have one drink. Then I'm I might be, be on somebody else's stomping ground, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This bar in my 20s was was my stomping ground, right. I felt. I thought yes. it was. It was well, everybody's time, stomping we, ground at the time. But we were always there. We were there. Multi- yeah, we were always there. And... I think when when I had this idea for bar friends, that was the bar that came to my mind because there were so many times that after I came out and was very out, you know, if there was a long line for the men's room, some of the ladies that were literally only bar friends, like only knew them in the context of this bar would be like, well, the ladies room is open. Just go in there and we'll stand at the door and let everybody know. Like, no, you're like, you're good. He's with us. He's gay. He's with us. He's not being a creep. So that was like a... Mm-hmm. validation like in Especially a room full of microcosms where we're only granted one yeah just one yeah and that space is sacred like mm-hmm. i fully understood what that meant it's a place where if you thought that you were roofied or if a friend was being go. stalked that or was if there your was escape. an argument being had yeah that's why women go in pairs also because being vulnerable as a female especially at a bar Mm-hmm. You go with your friends. And you take your purses. For all of the reasons. Don't make a fucking joke about it because it's not funny. There's a right. reasons why. There is a reason why we do this. Yes. And it's because of you who are making jokes about it. Mm-hmm. 
because you're trying to downplay the danger that you bring to us. And if that hits you some kind of way, think about it again. Yep. And thank you for listening. Yeah. So may I tell you, um, it's, it's kind of like a deeper um cheers level like the tv show cheers level <laughs> okay one of my other best friends crystal we've talked about her multiple times she and i lived together and we would often frequent this bar and she was dating somebody who worked there and i remember when we she and i shared an apartment that was upstairs like second level and there was a tornado <laughs> We didn't have a shelter where we lived, so we grabbed what was important to us. And at that time, that also included my chinchilla, (gasps) Chico. Yes. And we drove (laughs) halfway across town to go to this bar, which actually had a basement. Mm -hmm. And we spent out the storm with she, myself, Chico, the workers, and a few patrons of this bar. And one of the workers went, what did you bring, your shoe collection? And this man slapped (gasps) the pet case, and Chico lost his shit and was, like, jumping around and making noise. And he went, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Because he didn't understand that, like, I brought... Don't hit things that aren't yours, maybe. Like, respect other people's property. And this basement, it was torrential rain outside. And the thing of it is, is, like, uh, there were cement steps down. And then there were two big rooms. Like, it it was safe to be in. Uh, the entrance to it was fence made into a door. So rain was pouring down oh into... Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wild tornado sirens were blaring. That's where that door goes? Uh-huh. Oh, and there's some cool stuff down there. Oh, I bet. Oh, I mean, there was. I haven't been down since... Well, after it got rained out, maybe they had to take some of that out. Yeah. I don't know. Also, something about bar friends that I will say is um, you can meet so many different kinds. Mm -hmm. And first of all, something that I heard, I was listening to Sedaris. David Sedaris? Thank you. Hilarious. Author. This American Life. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Oh, his episode. Mm -hmm. He talked about how... When he would come across people, he didn't ask him normal questions like that surface level, like crazy weather we're having today or well, what do you do for work? Correct. He asked, and this is why it, it, it clung to me. Uh, he asked this woman who was his taxi driver randomly without saying anything else to this other human. He asked, when was the last time that you pet a monkey? Mm-hmm. And she went, can you smell it? <laughs> Because earlier in this day, she had uh-huh. she had pet a monkey. Yep, and he just brought that out of his as a totally random, trying to be absolutely random, probably expecting. Well, never. Correct. I really love monkeys, and that's something I wish I could do. Yes, and instead he got. Mm-hmm. Can you smell what? it? <laughs> and something that he had mentioned was why ask surface level questions when you already know the answer mm. and that was a few years ago when i first heard that and i thought hell to the yes and then actually just last week or perhaps the week prior i pulled up a browser on my work computer and i love to use duck duck go because they do a much better job of stopping tracking i just love that mm-hmm. duck duck go P.S. by the way, check them out. And they proffered a, a story and it talked about how there were a group of researchers who asked people to conversate with a stranger. One group was just kind of silent until the stranger talked, spoke, excuse me. The second group was asked to do like the regular small talk questions. And then they had a third group that they proffered some questions was like, what's a joke that would have made your dad laugh? Or... oh. When was the last time that you jumped jump rope? And the people who were proffered those kind of different questions to a stranger, yes, they felt awkward at first, but the research showed that they felt even more connected and that the conversation felt and had more weight to it. Skip the fucking small talk. Get to know and I know another that's person. tough too because there are some times, like, especially because we do. As humans, you can feel vibes off of each other. Sure. You really can. Whether it's the vibe that we are sitting in or literally the vibe from a person. These are two different things. 
there are those two different levels. But I do believe that you can kind of feel that. And if you want to talk to somebody, but all you have is small talk, try a weird question. Or if you're sitting in a work situation and you have to be there and you're not vibing with a person, just be silent. Mm -hmm. And see what they say. And see if they say. And if not, that's also okay. Because to be comfortable enough to have silence. I was just going to say that. It's a dominance thing. It can be. Some people use that as a dominance thing. I choose not to. I choose to let that be a comfort space. Yes. Okay. Then let's just be quiet with each other. That's and an, that's fine too. I would like to add a, a disclaimer, a caveat then for my remark earlier about silence being a superpower of mine. I would never use that as a way to demonstrate dominance or to dominate a conversation. Oh. I use that as, as a way to open space for the other person to exist and share if they want. in their level of comfort. I'm glad that you said that because yeah, it is true though. Like some people use silence as a motivator. Like Michael, Gary, Scott. Oh, when he tries to do (laughs) the like six negotiation rules and one of them is silence, but then the other one is to talk a lot. I declare bankruptcy. (laughs) Oh, Michael, I would never ever use silence against someone like that but in fact I I didn't even know that that was a thing that could be done as a dominant form of communication or nonverbal communication for me silence is a way to say okay yeah I'm here I'm with you I'm I'm, I'm listening to you it's as in like if somebody would ask you a question you just sit there and don't answer them that could be dominance because then that could signal to them you're not worth my time oof that's that's gross it is yeah you are not wrong in in my mind it's i ask a question and if i get a kind of surfacey answer then i'll i use silence as just a way to wait for the rest of the answer or, or grant, if i don't granting space and right, there's a like different sometimes feel. people need to think and this is this is why the world is not black and white it is always shades of gray it's a grayscale world that we live in right because what you're talking about there is a feeling behind that space that silence that you give there is a feeling behind that there is an energy that you allow behind that mm-hmm. yeah that it's not just and it's not always like i believe as beings human beings if nothing else or no within everything is what i should say we are not beacons we're playing charades and yes. you're only giving me one motion. I can't help. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I'm, I'm also, as I'm doing this, I'm trying to work my brain through what what I'm trying to ask for. Sense out signals. Mm, a beacon. Well, sorry. I No, you are correct. When I think of a beacon, I think of something that we look for to go and follow. Mm-hmm. But also, in that same sense, a beacon is something that is sending out a sin- signal to be followed. So you are correct. We are both correct. Yes. We send out signals all of the time. I wholeheartedly believe, though, I know it's become a bit of like a buzzword or whatever you may find it as. There's that song now. I caught a vibe. By the anxiety. Um, I haven't heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure shit that you have. But there are truly vibrations that we give off. Like we yeah. are, but energy. Our beings are made of energy. We are energy. Every atom within us is vibrating currently. That's how we maintain our form. Correct. Also, vibrations of things. That's how we establish the science of everything else. Correct. How do we know that water becomes ice? You know, Because like, the vibrations slow down. These are things that we are able to measurably look uh-huh. at. Yeah. Yes. Science is done in measurements. Research and accountability. Check. Double check. Ask again. Look at it again. Science. Can um, a multitude of people replicate the same response? Okay. Trust science. Please trust science and scientists. Bill Nye, the scientist guy. <laughs> he is one of the most reputable. Well, I shouldn't say most reputable. There he is are so well known. Yes. There, there's a countless number of reputable. There are also a number of irreputable people that themselves out to be scientists that are not. Let's talk about this. The bar, they are not bar friends, but they are the bar people that we come across. The loud ones who everybody, they either have a gaggle around them or they have a birth of space around them. Mm -hmm. That bar person. Mm -hmm. It happens. Sure enough does. I used to I used to try to always go and be a friend to those people. Why? I'm genuinely asking. Sorry, that came out kind of condescending, but like, why? 
What 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 would prompt you to do that? Because they were alone in a place oh, where that. nobody was alone. So you were the person like I, would. I talked about earlier that yeah. just was like, oh hey, I, you're sitting here by yourself. How are you? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I would. Sometimes it would work out. Sometimes it would not. Mm-hmm. I have a friend now. He's he's been a friend for over a decade. I met him at this bar. He would come on. Well, no. I, I don't know when he would come to this bar. I would see him because at that time of my life, I would go to a bar almost every day. But he would show up and he and I and my friend, we would talk about really like intellectual things, things that I wanted, things that I wanted. Because when I was so young and going to the bar all of the time, it's because I wanted connection and I wanted to be around people. But what I did not realize is that the connection and the people that I was around wasn't quite the caliber that I was craving, but this person was. And this person was tremendous and super kind. It was usually on Tuesdays when I would see this person. And even a decade, a decade later, I'll see him out and about once in a while. And he'll give me the same greeting that he used to a decade ago. (laughs) And is consistently as enjoyable, intellectual, and kind. This is a bar friend that I've had for over a decade. I know that bar friend. And I've seen them around and about throughout the community because mm-hmm. we will know they've always been doing what they've always been doing. I've gotten older and I've become more involved in exploring my community. And I see this person and they're like, hello, that's an interesting bar friend. He is. I also do have other bar friends who are certainly just like a day trip. Yeah. You know, you step in, you have a blast for an evening with. And I enjoy that because it's most of the time for me, these people that I glom onto and connect with for the evening are much more different than my usual crew. Mm -hmm. I kind of love that. Yeah. And it's just for a bit. It's for the night. It's like, um, I'm trying to think of, oh gosh, something just hit my brain. It's like going to a masquerade Fair. where you get to be with people you either know or don't, but you're not quite sure because everyone's wearing a mask and you're wearing a mask. And I'm not saying that you're being inauthentic or that you're actually wearing a mask. It's just an analogy. I am so authentic whenever I go out to a bar. I, and I think that's different. But the analogy, the the, the connection I'm trying to draw is that you get to experience all kinds of different people in all kinds of different places in their own lives Yes. for that moment. And how they receive me wherever they are. It's like you're at the masquerade and you're the only one without the mask. Does that make you feel better? It, it sure as fuck does. Because we know that people put... It's the one time that I can't because I'm usually wearing a mask. Right. And in those situations, you feel safe to be a little more genuine than you're given space to be in your day-to-day life because there's not always space for that. The only... There's ever only been one time when I was turned away for being as genuine as I am. I remember this. And I never thought that I would be made to feel bad about who I am. Mm -hmm. That was not a bar friend. That was not a bar. That was the antithesis of a bar friend. I was wholeheartedly being who I am, especially when I'm slightly intoxicated, which is even more. It is full force, Melissa. There's no holding me back from kindness and generosity. Mm -hmm. When I'm a little intoxicated, I'm going to come at you with full force Care Bear style love. It's true. Care Bear stare. (laughs) Because it's what I want to do. And I remember a friend brought a friend who I had never met before. They had never met myself before. And that new friend had said, nobody of this kind, you're being fake. Why are you being fake? She's fake. And didn't make eye contact or talk to me for the rest of the night, which is fine. And said that directly in front of you. Yeah, directly to And to you. The worst part was is that the friends that were around at that moment did not naysay that person. And I had had that ex- this experience in my life before when I was younger, where I was dealing with an abusive stepfather. And I had my great-grandmother, my grandmother, and my mother in the basement of my home. And I was being berated by a stepfather. And nobody came to stand up for me. So this is a happenstance to where I feel 
pain with. To be invalidated is pain. To be invalidated? When I know that the people who aren't stepping up... When the people that can step up and are supposed to step up don't. It's that much harder for a person to recognize and continue being a positive force when they are naysayed and there is no one backing them up. It hurts real hard because nobody backed me up, which is fine. And that was many years ago. I hate that though. (laughs) And I never want another opportunity. I don't believe that it will either because I've also grown since then that when I hear that, I now feel the confidence to say, you don't recognize this. And that's on you. That's a, that's this a is who problem. I am. This is who And I hope that you is. stick around so that you can see that, yes, this is genuine. And I hope that you do stick around because you deserve this. Because you deserve kindness. You deserve love. You deserve somebody being nice because the world needs nice. The world needs kindness. So let's be nice to each other. And let's take niceness a step farther because being nice, like we've talked about before. Ooh, because nice is different than kind. I Being nice, Midwest, nice, is different than being kind. Ooh, that's a whole nother GD podcast. I think it is. And I think, yeah. There, because being nice is being light. It's saying excuse me. It's saying please. It's saying thank mm-hmm. you. Being kind is With sometimes and si- etiquette is not always right. Correct. Absolutely not. Yeah. Etiquette is just a power structure. Uh huh. I mean, that's a whole other podcast as well. Correct. Mundo. Being kind sometimes involves saying difficult things. Being kind yes. to someone and saying when you treat people this way, you hurt them. And you're hurting yourself. In a way full of, in a way that doesn't disrespect them in a compassionate way, but also in a truth, in a way of truth and, and sharing clarity saying, Hey, when you say things like blah, 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 it, that's the reason that that's the reason you have never been able to find a partner for some people, like some people, or, or that's the reason you struggle to have friends or keep a job or do this, or I mean, whatever. Sometimes we just need someone who can reality check us a little bit and say, Hey, sometimes problem is us. Sometimes it's something we're doing. And the kind thing to do is to very compassionately, but genuinely say, I care about you. I know you're a good person. And I know you're a good person. And when this happens, other people feel this way or whatever. Yeah. It doesn't have to be that scripted by any means, but it but uh, kindness yeah. is giving people truth. I think so. I niceness, think so. Niceness is not always truth. No, niceness nice. is. Yeah. Ugh. Being nice is being nice is so surface. Being kind. is different. Being kind is showing up and, and carrying things and helping somebody move for, for a no, slice of pizza or nothing at all. For if nothing that's what at they all. need. No. It's also. Being nice being, is showing up to move because you were asked to. And you were and getting something pizza and beer. Yeah. Being kind, being kind is. It's what showing you, up when you weren't even asked to. Being kind is what you were to me when I first moved back here. And you just showed up, even though we barely knew each other. That was an act of kindness. I always That you kind. knew someone was in need and you said, I'm going to take my freaking Tuesday night or whatever it was. I also really just wanted to be your friend as well. So it wasn't just absolute kindness. Oh, I, okay, don't, don't. Dilute your. Yeah. Don't dilute my compliment to you. But I'm, I'm like. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yes, you I was kind, but I also really wanted person. to be your friend. Well, and I really wanted to be yours too. And I'm still grateful five years later that you showed up that day. Fuck yeah, man. Because now here we are doing a freaking podcast together. Kindness is not always easy. And bar friends are sometimes kind and sometimes just nice. You know, I will say this. I like, ooh, this might sound creepier or meaner than I mean it, but oftentimes I like to try kindness on drunk strangers. Me too. Because it's a different thing than they've usually been proffered. And and I love that because I know that they remember it. Oh, yeah. Because I only go out to the bar maybe once every two or three months, right? If that, these days. And it's days. the same bar that I go to. I remember. And if, yeah. Sorry, I interrupted no, you. Yeah. I remember you and I took 
took a trip and we were not drunk, but this gentleman was, I think, drunk. And I was being nice. I was being polite. I was being nice. I didn't trust him. I was not about to leave you alone with him because there was nobody else around. And I was like, neither of us can be alone with this person. He ended up being totally wonderful. But you were being kind to him because he was saying some things that you really, in a very he compassionate way, share. you... He needed to share. Yes. One, he had some stuff. He just, gosh, he had, you could just tell he'd been carrying. But on some of the difficult things, you really kind of checked him. I did. Like, hey, I did. whoa. And he I don't came know. back with honesty. And he did. And, and that is kindness, is having the courage and the compassion for another person to say... I don't want to not hear your story. And... I want to make sure that you're telling this. Maybe. Maybe there's another way you can see this. Yes. Maybe you're not responding in a way that's helpful. I don't want to go into too much... the hotel, yeah? Yes. That's exactly right. Because he was saying some things that I don't know if anybody had ever challenged him on those things. And when... No, because the places that he was driving through... And the people in his life... With that rhetoric. So, to have the opportunity, because with the little nuggets that he had dropped along the way in his storyline, I was able to say a little bit more. You gave him the freedom to to be more honest. Truly be honest and not. And he was stuck there. It's not like he was going to remember his truck was broke down. Oh, it had been broke <laughs> down for like he had two more 84 weeks years. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're at 113. We're a minute over what we're supposed to be. Two episodes in a row. I said 112. It. Am I just listening to my bladder? Is my bladder time to say stop no. after because an hour 12? Episode, oh, no, that's to. right. You, it was you. I have been able to find a community and solid, solid human beings because of bar friends. Me too. As someone who, I mean, I think our listeners have probably picked up on the fact that I had a sheltered childhood. Mm -hmm. I never even knew really what alcohol was. Oh, I never really partied until after I was 20. It's a matter of happenstance Mm -hmm. and connection and vibes and all of the things that you've already talked about. And also like human need for distraction because we are not any longer hunters and gatherers. No, we got to have shit to do because we have time to fill. And our brains are overworked all of the time, even more so now, Hmm. even more so now than when we were in our 20s. Jacob, think about that. Oh, I No, don't think about that because our brains are overworked. I love you a lot. I love you a lot. Honestly. On and on. Like I could regal you. Oh, yeah. Me too. I think you and I kind of started as bar friends because I remember in the uh, very early days, the only time I would ever see you was at a bar or at a certain friend's parties. And then you became roommates. And then you were no. They were roommates. And they were roommates. (laughs) And then. It's only a matter of time before you and I become roommates (laughs) in our 90s. Uh, hi. We're going to be the Golden Girls' third generation, I think. I don't know. We don't have to be a mineral that you have to take out of the ground. We could just be plants. Well, there'll have to be succulents so that nobody actually has to take care of us. That's the plan. We just sustain each other. (laughs) That's absolutely the plan. Don't water us too much. Just leave us alone in the sunshine. Just bring me a six-pack and a vegan cauliflower pizza. I'm so glad that when we're old, you remember that I can't eat real... Pizza crust. I love that in this fantasy, you you still take care of my food allergies as you do now. Of course you do. I'm going to have arthritis. I can't push your EpiPen in. No. I'm going to need you to take care of your shit regularly. <laughs> Okie doke. Okie doke. Okie doke. <laughs> Happy 21st. Can you do math right now? Yeah. You can? Yeah. What is... Uh, mm, uh, months. 21 months? Episodes. That's almost two years. Oh, episodes. Uh, five months and a week. Also, you... our first recording was technically in June, so we are seven months in since our first recording, five months since we oh. really got the ball rolling. Thank you guys for being with us. Hell yeah. Honestly, wholeheartedly, and perpetually. Where can Thanks they find us? Thanks for giving us? us the chance to, like, just talk about stuff. And things. And be together. And in a way to be with you listener email us i don't care if it's drunken and misspelled i don't care if it's one sentence best friendhood pod at gmail.com you can also tweet us send us a message on instagram find us on patreon at bfh pod on instagram and twitter 
or patreon.com slash bfhpod. Where can they listen to us, Melissa? SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcast, Spotify. And I'm working on more. Do you want to talk about super cool? What else is super cool? Jennifer Bates. She is the coolest. She is the talented, lovely, kind, wonderful artist who created our logo and all of the beautiful artwork that we have on our websites and stuff correct the mundo she's the best dear listener remember gosh darn it you are loved and you are worth being loved love you bye love you bye that's how i end it